In this episode of the Team Superdad podcast, I talked to George McGarren, an absolute awesome guy, an ultra marathon runner, uh, owner of an incredibly successful recruitment company in the States, former fat bloke and all-round top guy. I know you're going to love it. Roll theme. Welcome to Team Superdad, real dads creating their best lives ever. More time, more money, more fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad. Hello and welcome to the Team Super Dad podcast. My name is Johnny Jensen. I am the founder and creator of the Team Super Dad community and mastermind. It is a pleasure to have you here, dads, mums, wherever you're listening, at home, on your run, in the car. This is the place for dads who want more. Team Super Dad is a community, like I said, of dads, dads who are up to stuff. You could be a successful dad who's looking to make gains. You could be a dad who's struggling a little bit. Maybe you want to make more money. Maybe you're fed up with your work. Maybe you are incredibly successful, but perhaps not very fit. Wherever you're at, this is the place to be. We focus on the F5, which is focus, fitness, finance, family and fun. Uh, uh, There is a secret (laughs) F5. The six secret F uh, is very much in the relationship sphere, but we are all about having a great time in our life, falling back in love, falling back in love with your partner, a new partner, having more fun with your kids. This is the place to be. And our podcast and expert hangouts are intended to be some fun. It really is an opportunity for you to put your headphones on, to put your smart speaker on and to spend some time with me and my guests some of the guests I try and get I'm building it up basically I want to get some famouses on uh, I've got a list of, of cool people authors celebrities DJs footballers other sports stars etc but I'm also really keen to make it real I'm also really keen to have just dads on dads who've got a cool story to tell dads who've overcome some sort of challenge dads who are up to amazing stuff I mean the world's full of amazing stories right now and so the more of those that we can get on board the better If you know someone, if you've listened to another podcast, if you think there's someone who should come on the Team Superdad podcast, please just send them over to me. They can find me on all the Team Superdad channels, the website.com, the Facebook groups or or page. Uh, Just search up Team Superdad. We're Team Superdad HQ on Twitter and Instagram. So come and find me. And more to the point, if you are listening in, if it's the first time, welcome. If you're a regular visitor, if you are a regular listener, or viewer, let's say, then have you left a review yet? Have you left me a review yet? Do it. Get on over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening in. Please leave me a review so that we can spread the Team Super Dad podcast far and wide. And most importantly, help dads. Uh, my story, you might have all heard of it. Go back and listen to some of the podcasts if you want. But It's been very much about rebuilding and creating my life the way I planned it, not the way it actually turned out. And so with my children and and with my new and with Team Superdad, it's all about going out and having a great time and smashing it in the world. So that's really what George is all about. What a top guy. I got introduced through a a fellow podcaster who'd had him on their podcast. And so he's in America. I got I got hooked up with him through his team really slick I got the meeting invite down um, sent over he sent over his info I sent over the briefing and then we got chatting and he didn't realise 
that we weren't that we just thought we were getting to know each other. I thought it was the recording, <clears throat> and he's 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 got his life working so awesomely. He was just able to say, "Yeah, fine, we'll just do it now." And we had such a chat, such an absolute crack. I'm pretty sure we we're going to become mates because of this. We're going to get together in London when he's next over, have a beer together. He's a runner, not just a runner, actually, a ultra marathon runner. Uh, and curiously, as we found out, he used to be fat, like obese, clinically morbidly obese. He said, I used to be 135 kilos. And from my like uh, biggest loser USA days, I'm thinking 135 kilos, like, hang on a minute. And I got the app out on my phone and converted it into, into stones and pounds. I was like, that's 23 stone. He said, yeah, yeah, I was, I was massive, absolutely massive. So listen in, like hear his story, hear how he found out that times that his weight had to change more than anything and uh, and just hear the different moments in his life that encouraged and drove him to step up and to step up and where he overcame hurdles, where he saw through his own fears and concerns about getting started and he's just got an awesome life from spending summers in Peru to spending three months working at Ground Zero, um, like quite full on sifting through the rubble um, you know, as one of the the, the, the team there, um, his family, his children, and and just a top bloke, just so easy to get along with and chat to. We could have spoke for hours, and, and we had to wrap it up in the end. No doubt, we may even get him back on and, and chat some more about the bits that we missed out. So, without further ado, stay tuned right to the end, and uh, ask, send over some questions if you've got questions. The videos you can watch. If you're watching this now, then you'll be able to see the video. But also the lives are on on the Facebook group, the Team Superdad group on Facebook, and they go out live on the YouTube channel. So come over, subscribe, join the group, just engage with the community, be active, be a dad who wants more, and you're going to get more by participating in the Team Superdad gang. Without further ado, let's roll the interview, and I'll see you on the other side. Good evening. Welcome to the Team Super Dad podcast. You will have just heard the introduction, but now we are into the interview, and I've got uh, someone all the way from America here, George McGarren, uh in New York, or not too far, just outside New York. It's been uh, an introduction from another podcast guest that I spoke to, and he said you have got to speak to George. And we've just been chit chatting, uh, getting to know each other before, and he was absolutely spot on. So you can see the both of us. If you're watching the the video, you can see the both of us uh, smiling away. So we are definitely on the same page as far as as far as fit goes. So, uh, and we've actually both realised that we weren't quite on the same wavelength about whether we were recording the show or getting to know each other. So. We have been flexible and, and we're here tonight. Good evening, George. How are you? Johnny, how are you doing? It's, it's, uh, I feel like we've, we've spoken, what, for 15, 20 minutes now, right prior, but I feel like we've done this 18 times already. So it's awesome to, yeah, it's awesome to, and you should, you should tell your, the audience like the confusion of, I thought it was just going to be a quick intro, you know, sort of nice to meet you. And, yeah, uh, yeah, totally. And I've got my kids downstairs, like on Best Buy <laughs> because, because <laughs> it's Friday night and, uh, uh, we've watched some TV and stuff already, but um, but no, they're they're going to be watching Live and Maddie well into the into past bedtime. But that's all that's cool as well. And and it's great that someone uh, like yourself can be so flexible. You know, it's, it's the idea that you know we'll get into your into your you know what you're up to and your your success in a minute. But it's it's great that someone who is achieving at the level you are at, um, but has this flexibility around their time as well. So it's just I think that's that's an inspiring part of what we can hear more of this evening. 
Well, no, I appreciate that. But we we, we have the um, the thing I like about your show is that a lot of the a lot of things that you you stress, and that's that's how I've that's how, not only how, that's not how I run owning the business, but that's also how I just do things, right? So yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it, this is this is I can tell you right now. I mean, you and I are going to have a very easy conversation because yeah, totally. We could, I'll probably be asking you questions as, as well as you're asking me, right? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, def- yeah, exactly. And that's 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 you know, for anyone who's listening for the first time on Team Super Dad podcast, that's the nature of this. Uh, we generally end up speaking mainly to dads. And the essence of it is just about like, how did you get to where you're at or what was your story? And, and sometimes that's fitness, sometimes it's adventure, other times it's business. Uh, and quite often, actually, it's a bit of all of it. And in amongst that as well, we've got, you know, got the experiences, the very shared experiences of bringing up our kids. Uh, and for anyone that's listening, you know, what, whatever George shares tonight, I really encourage you to, to listen to that from the perspective of your life. Like, where, where could you stretch a little bit? Where could you take a risk? Where could you be bold in your decision making? And, and, and that's really what Team Superdad is about. It's about the dads who want more, to be more, to make more and to play more. And, uh, and if you're interested in that, then come on over to the Team Superdad uh, website or the community on Facebook. Just search up Team Superdad. We'll be happy to have you over with us. Awesome. So George, you've uh, you're a dad. You just told me that. Yeah, I've got two. I've got two kids. I've got a nine year old and, and a five year old. Right. So yep. one's uh, the nine year old. Uh, he thinks it's cool because I'm on all these podcasts and things. He thinks it's a cool thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then he said to me, he said, "Why don't just people listen to the radio? Like, why were they doing the podcast thing? You know." So he's <laughs> he's kind of a. And then I've got a five year old who's like the extrovert, you know, squared. I mean, he's just he's off the yeah. wall, right? But uh, it's amazing how when you have, two, I mean, you know this because you have two kids, the one is so different than the other. Um, well, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. Yeah. Mine, are, mine are pretty similar, and uh, um, a boy and a girl. So you know, they could be they could be into anything different, you know. But actually, yeah. they're both they're both hundred mile an hour, uh, fully extrovert. There's not much space not to be to, to be quite honest with in my family. Yeah. But um, uh, funnily, the uh, oh, it's just escaped my mind. The, oh, my, my stepson was, 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 you know, was, was relatively different. But when I bumped into my, uh, my, what would be my ex stepmom kind of thing, and my story is quite messy, she said to me, Oh, you got what you wanted then? And I said, What did you mean? She said, A blonde haired, blue eyed boy and a girl. And I'm like, What? She goes, Yeah, when you were a kid, you always said you were going to have a blonde haired, blue eyed boy and a girl. And she was like, You've you got it. And, um, oh, I know what I was going to say now. Yeah, my, my kids were, they're just 100 miles an hour. And um, yeah. so my, my ex-wife, she, when she couldn't understand it, she said, I've, I've, we need to get him tested. We need to get him tested. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. She's like, he's too hyper. He's too hyper. I was like, I never met a kid who wasn't this hyper. What are you, like, welcome to our world kind of thing. And, and no surprise, we're divorced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you, I mean, I'm, I'm 40, I, tur- I turned 45 in April, right? So, oh, we're just a similar, I'm, I'm a year old. When was, just, when's, your, when's your birthday? May, May, tw- May 12th. Okay, so I'm, yeah, so I'm an April guy. So it's, yeah. so it's, it's, I think it's a great age, by the way. I think you're... I think you're old enough not to make the same mistakes you made 20 years ago, right? Yeah. Uh, you're energetic enough to be able to do things, right? And then you're you're wise enough, you know, to take a little bit of risk, but but you know, and sort of mitigate some of those risks, right? But I think yeah. it's great. I think I think it's a great age, and uh, but and now you now I think I lost my tra- my track here uh, on on the uh, on the age thing. Um, yeah, it's funny. I've, I've literally I think I've got you've got. <laughs> yeah, we, we we're too yeah. excited. We're too excited. Yeah, and, no, no, and, no, no. I'll, well, I'll go back to that. So this go is on, not yeah, please do yeah proving my point actually what i was about to say yeah uh, is that i when i was i mean when we were kids this whole add thing it didn't i mean it didn't exist right yeah like there was no there was no okay you know your little 
yeah, you're a little, a little too uh, energetic, right? So go go over here to this special class, and and uh, it didn't exist. And now, now they've got. I mean, they have a class and course and and specialists for every kid that has, you know, if they if they like, you know, I don't know, sort of scrambled eggs and it, it's yeah, too much. Yeah. They've got a psychologist for that. <laughs> uh, and it, and it's kind of. I mean, I think it's we were able to just kind of grow up, right? Without and it, it never was a. It was never a deficit for us. It was just like, okay, that's the way we are. And uh, so I, I see that. I don't know about you, but in here in the United States, there's some parts of the country where kids, they play soccer or football, right? And they, the school systems don't keep score because they don't want the kids to know that they're losing or winning. And Yeah, shocking. I mean, it's, I mean but, it was different. But, you and I were kids. It, was, it wasn't like yeah, that, right? Well, and I, I, I talk a lot about this. You know, I think that, you know, the fat kid that comes last is way ahead of every other kid that didn't even enter the race. Right. And if he or she works their ass off and the next year they come second to last, then that's a massive win, right. you know? And, and so the idea that they're losing and shouldn't be in the race or, or, or that we shouldn't keep count, I think is completely the wrong message. And, um, um, there's an element of when, you know, in the, in the little leagues, I know you guys call that but our kids playing football, soccer. Um, they, we would keep scoring the match, but they didn't keep a league like to see who won the league. They kept, they kept right. that, that kicked in when they were nine years old. But the kids knew, the kids knew exactly. Who of course was. they did. And all the parents have got a little WhatsApp group with the, <laughs> with the thing on. So it's like this complete false, false yeah. reality. Um, but, but yeah. Oh, and, and, and at sports stage, you know, the, the balance, the beanbag on the head and hop round in a circle. I'm like, okay, fine. But now can we do the running races? You know, now can we? Right, right. Well, let me tell you the uh, you don't you don't know this about me, but I used to like back in the day, I was something like 135 kilos, right? So I don't know what that's in stone, but it's it's you know it's a pretty decent weight, right? right? I'll, and I'll tell uh, everyone, yeah, go on. And I, I used to think I was just you know I would I used to always think I mean just people just in general they make comments about the weight, and and uh, I used to think my you know my mind I was like okay I can I can lose the weight right, um, yeah. But you know, it's really it would be much more difficult for you to become intelligent, right? I would think that in my head, right? And, yeah, yeah, totally, uh, yeah. And so, uh, but it was, it was, it was. Sometimes I think there's an advantage, right? There is an advantage, but at least I was present, right? And I think being present as a kid or father or or business partner that that's that's half the half the deal, right? So hundred, as in kilograms, hundred thirty-five. Yeah, it was. I think that's two hundred ninety pounds. I don't know what is in stone. It it's it's says here twenty-one stone. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. And I'm I'm like one in meters. I'm like one point seven, one point seven seven or something like that in meters. So it's not it's not really. It's like five nine and a half. It's not. So uh, you were, yeah. so you were properly properly obese. Basically. Oh yeah, and I had to listen, listen. I mean, uh, Johnny, I had the issue where I would I would say, well, I don't I don't eat that much. Like I don't, you know, I eat, it's, it's it must be genetic, right? And it wasn't yeah. genetic. I mean, I would just plow through food. Yeah. Six quarter pounders. Yeah. It's not genetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a four liter no. Slurpee or whatever. Oh, it, was, it, was, I mean, it was just my, my, the idea of, I mean, it was just the, the, and, and I'll tell you, I mean, talking about how the innocence of kids, right? It, I was crossing the street and a four-year-old said, and I, I was going, I had gone to doctors and, yeah. and, and I was on all these medicine, you know, blood pressure and the doctor's like, listen, you can, you can make all the money you want, but if you're not healthy, you know, it's, 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 re- it's irrelevant. Uh, and, uh, and now it's crazy that I run ultra marathons and I've done, I don't know, I've been, but um, crossing the street, a four-year-old said to his mom, he said, mommy, why is he so fat about me? Well, yeah. 
was four, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and uh, the mom said, I mean, the mom wasn't any politer than the four than her son. <laughs> the mom said, well, he's not fat. He's morbidly obese. <laughs> you know? Okay. It's like, just put a nice label yeah. on it. Hey, don't worry. <laughs> you know, at least they're, at least they're honest. Uh, and then the kid responded to the mom, will I ever be that way? And and then she said, no, because you, you know, you, you, you watch what you eat and you control what you eat. And I thought, Jesus, like, if I can't, fool a four-year-old right i'm not yeah. tricking a four-year-old you know I'm, my body's probably a little smarter than the four i mean internally uh maybe i should kind of take this seriously and i thought okay let me we talk about habits right and stacking and other things um i thought okay i'm just not gonna i used to drink uh you know sort of coca-cola like it was a like i was like i owned the company i mean yeah. i used to drink yeah. that like it's okay you know what i'm just gonna get rid of soda for my life anything carbonated and uh okay so how old were you when you were this size Let's say I'm 21 sign, but yeah, so I was, this is, uh, let's see, I'm 45. This is like 15 years ago. Yeah. Okay. I was 15. Yeah. So 15 years ago. So I just, I mean, I used to, I used to always do sport and then you get to a point where, where your metabolism catches up and, and you just, you don't, you know, the, the same mistakes you make when you're 18 and 19 in terms of how you eat, yeah. they catch up to you when you hit your thirties. Right. And, uh, and I was always, I don't know. I was always, uh, I was always, I always liked sports, but you get to a point where it just, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. It just, it gets out of control. And, and it's funny how, you know, one kilo becomes three kilos, becomes five. And it's just next thing you know, you're like, oh, my God, I just gained all this weight. Um, yeah, but, but that, then, kind of, that kind of malaise is interesting for anybody. Like, you can like, oh, where, where in my life is that happening? Is it, is it money? Is it my relationship? Was, it was all right. And it was average. Yeah. And now it's really bad. Like, like where, where is everything slipped and it, down? And, and, and it's so easy, right? It's so easy to get into that thing. You just, and you're, you're um, and, and this is, and there's a couple of things that we talked about this before about, you know, when you were coming off, off the mountain. Um, but, um, I, mean, I, that would never, that would never happen to me now. I've got a team of people, you know, I've got a trainer guy, I've got a runner guy, I've got a business coach. I mean, yeah. I've got all these coaches in my life. I call it, you know, it's, it's just, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't happen, um, now, but the four-year-old was like, Hey, you know, and that, and it's funny how these, these little interactions, but I think if you're, you know, if you run a business or if you're a parent, sometimes these little hints, they're, 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 the message is much bigger, yeah. right. Then than than just the you know the very i mean i was just crossing a street it wasn't anything no i know and do you know what i love about those you know I, my 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 faith journey has been as you know has been a winding road and where i find myself now i had i i i have christian beliefs but i have a very broad faith and um you know you could have heard someone say that about you any number of times before then i did but it was, but it was that sense. day and it was that moment and it was that kid. And it was, there was, there was a moment there where that was the right time for you to hear that. And was, and was that the, you know, was that the spark for something to change there or did it come some, sometime after that? I mean, that was, that was, that was the, that was the first piece. Right. And then I, yeah. and then I was like, okay, I need to exercise. I mean, the doctors tell you you need to exercise and it's different. Like, I mean, you go to the, you know, you, 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 you do, you exercise, right. For you, it's more of a habit and it's more part of your life. It's not, you know, are you telling your kid to, to yeah, be yeah. quiet? What? You should get your, get, get them over here. I don't know what it is, Rose. Jelly. Oh, just leave it in the pot. It's fine. I'll sort it out. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> That's, it. Yeah. That's good. Well, you can, you can't, you can only say like, no, okay, no, come no. tell me what it is. She's, she's actually trying to be helpful. She's putting the dinner that we didn't eat into tubs to go into the fridge. So that's, 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 that's cool. good. It's, you know, it's, uh, but the, the, you know, these, these, there's these little things that, that, that they talk, they speak to you and then you, but I mean, you're right now, you know, you go to the gym, you, 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 you know, you do your, your, you're physically active. It's just part of your, it's part of your life. It's not really, 
you know, you don't, you know, I don't know about you, but I don't feel like, like, you know, I went for a run this morning. It doesn't feel like exercise to me or, or a, it's like, Oh, it's just part of my thing. Right. I get up. Yeah. Go for a run. But it had to, it had to, it has to be pushed into that sort of, if you know, they're like ch- chunks of your day chapters of, of your, you know, yeah. of, of your mindset is like that when, when fitness becomes something that you just do, I'm just, I am a fit person. Um, you were telling me before, you, you know, you walk to work now. Um, and it's and it's become quite normal. But even someone who's an, an ultra marathon runner, there was a time when walking to work just seemed seemed a bit weird to you, even though it was a fifteen minute walk. Right, exactly. And you have to. I think there's a sort of neuro programming right involved yeah. where you need to, you know. We and the first thing, you know, so the the first five seconds when you and I were in camera, I said, "Hey, tell me about that book you've got behind." And we started talking yeah. about all these habits. habit books, right? And I'm I'm fascinated by by habits. I'm fascinated by and I, and I'm and I'm one of these guys, like just person. I'm. Uh, my team knows that if they say, George, you need to call John, you know, I don't know, call, call, call Johnny tomorrow at three o'clock. I, I just, I won't call you. It's impossible. Yeah, but, right. they, but, it, but we've learned just the way I, the way I sort of uh, function, you know, if it's on the calendar, then it's impossible that I'll miss that call. It's, it's pretty much, I mean, it's, yeah. there's a 99.9. I just don't miss the call. Right. So I think you have to, as a person, you have to figure out what works. For me, what works is lots of repetition, uh, and 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 then I just it becomes normal. Um, I don't. And talking about things, you know, I don't use any white sugar. I don't use sugar at all. I mean, I yeah. zero sugar unless it's like a from a fruit or something like that. Um, that's the only sugar I get. Or and if I want to sweeten something, I'll put. I don't know if you've used the uh, like like dates. You can put dates and things. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Vitamix, um, but even that basic habit of not putting sugar in a cup of black coffee, I used to, you know, I used to load up the, just my coffee alone must have had 250 calories, right? Between, wow. the, between the milks, milk and the sugar. Yeah. And you do that four or five times a day. Yeah. Um, so, but it becomes a lot of these things. I decided to to stop these, these terrible habits and, and then just create new ones. And, and substitute just- them in. And a, a lot of that comes from knowledge as well. Um, my ex-wife, she got very ill uh, and it was a sort of a gastro autoimmune yeah. type condition. So I, it meant that I went away and learned a load of stuff. And I too found out about processed, not just processed foods, but processed, highly processed, you know, sugar and bread Terrible. and rice. And, yeah. and it's simply the fact of if it's white, don't have it. Go, go, go to what the normal, the natural color is. So to right. just, just to substitute brown rice for white rice. And it was so funny when Corona kicked in and everyone was like wildly stripping the shops of everything all the rice and pasta was gone apart from brown pasta right. <laughs> and brown rice. It was like, right. it was the devil's food. Well, well but actually it was the opposite way around. That was the healthy stuff. Yeah. Well we had, I mean, the same problem here, right? All of the canned goods were gone. Yeah. But you could, you could buy, you could buy, I mean, you could buy beans, uh, garbanzos. I mean, loose, you know, like the non canned, you could buy, yeah. I mean, you, and that's, that's what you should be eating. You shouldn't be eating stuff from the cans process. Yeah. So my, my other sort of, you know, from, from a, health thing uh, i mean i've got a long way to go right in terms of the way i but i, I don't eat anything processed right so if it comes from a fa- i mean it's pretty basic yeah, it's really yeah. ba- it's a really like it's a it's a simple mindset if it comes from a factory right i just won't eat it right yeah. so that's kind of how i see things and, and i don't i'm not like one of these guys that eats organic everything but i just uh in our house we don't have there's no microwave there's no can opener there's right, no okay this. wow i just I mean, it's just, there's no need for it. I mean, you can eat. And you no, but that, that's, that's fascinating. That is as well. You know, people say like, oh, how do you give up smoking? Well, for starters, stop buying cigarettes or yeah. how do you cut down what you're drinking? Stop buying booze. Exactly. I'd never thought of how do you cut out processed food, throw your microwave away and get rid of the tin opener. I mean, that's, 
Well, you that's just don't. A, that's it, as it, simple it's, as, as everything, but it's it's a it's a fabulous hack. Well, that you, is. I mean, and you realize, and uh, you realize how well you feel afterwards when you eat real food, right? Yeah. So it's, well, uh, I, I, I juice most days, and and that has been as now part of just what, who what's I your, am. What's your what's your I've got a, what's your juice recipe? What do you do? So at the moment. I'm really, as I did a bit of a test around celery, because I was reading all these people talk about celery. Yeah, so, yeah, a... <laughs> so, um, no, you're fine. It's fine. So celery. So, uh, the whole thing of celery, right. I just bought, a, I just bought a masticating slow juicer as well. So yeah. I've got, I've got moved from a centrifugal whizzy one for, for, for everybody else. One that like, and, and juices it that way to, uh, to, uh, to a slow juicer, which basically squashes it all down. And so it really squeezes everything. So it doesn't have any heat involved. So it keeps it, keeps it uh, more healthier. And, um, and oh, just for anyone who's not listened to this before, I started on Nutribullet. That, that was right. infomercial right. type. That's where my journey started basically. Um, so yeah, so the whole thing of celery, then half a lime, a big bit of ginger, kind of like half my thumb size. Right. I, the more I get used to ginger, the bigger the bit of ginger is that goes in it. But I mean, so good for your liver and, uh, right. and your gut, gut health. Uh, and then, uh, oh, cucumber, pretty much about half a cucumber. Um, and so that's like a really green juice. Sometimes I'll put an apple in there, but I'm not really, I've, been, I've just been trying some different things. And similar to what you were saying about knowledge and about knowing what's going into you, I was spinach and beets or beetroot for english people um uh, lots of carrots so i've just i've just changed it up a little bit where i was eating a uh, juicing a lot a lot of carrots and now i'm really into celery as, as an experiment right. um but i do still use the nutribullet what i'll do is i'll make the juice and then sometimes i'll put it in the nutribullet with cranberries or something like real or blueberries for like that real high antioxidant kick right there's there's so many there's uh there's one too if you like so i have a vitamix machine right so same. okay yeah so I take, so I have a, I take spinach, right? So yeah. uh, real spinach. Uh, so, but I think it's a cup or two, maybe two cups of spinach. Uh, so two cups of spinach, uh, half a, half of a red apple. So it's important. Yeah. It's, a, it's a sweeter type of the apple, right? Yeah. Um, half of a lime, just the whole thing. Just dump yeah, it I in. love lime. Yeah, yeah. Same thing as the, you know, as the sort of the thumb, thumb version of, of ginger. Yeah. Uh, and then just a cup or two, cup or two, cup or two of, sorry, of, of water. So uh, five cubes of ice, blend it. And, and, uh, and I drink the whole thing. So it's though, I mean, the fiber comes with, you know, just, I don't, yeah. I don't filter it out. And, uh, that's an awesome, I, right now I'm on this like intermittent fasting thing where I go from 7 PM to, yeah, yeah. which I feel great. Although, I mean, I've done it for like six, seven months now, uh, and I've gotten used to it, but, um, the, the spinach carrot, the, you know, I haven't tried the, uh, your, your recipe. Cause I, from what I know, you have to be careful, right. With two, and it kind of sends you. Something no, do you know what? I've, I've, you mean careful in terms of how quick it goes through you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm way past that now. Uh, right. It can make me a little bit gassy sometimes, and I'm trying yeah. to work out exactly which ones, which which fruit and veg does. But have you tried turmeric? Have you put any turmeric in your? In do you know your... what? I've just been reading up on it because I, I yeah. cook with uh, or turmeric. We call it over here turmeric. I cook with it a, a lot. Um, if I'm making an omelette, I'll put it quite in there. Cause it's quite a nice taste in an omelette. But um, now I'm just realizing it's same as ginger. You can buy it and, and juice it. And the, the, the health kick from, from turmeric, turmeric is, is insane. So, um, well, and I think there's a, there, you have to add black pepper. I think there's a, there's a, there's like a, there's like a clause to the, Oh, okay. You, there's, there's more, there are more, I think it, there, there are sort of more benefits if you use black pepper. And yeah. There's a, you have to look that up, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, just, uh, putting the finishing touches on a, on a, 
so I've got a, a program, a long program called the F5, which is a long program, but I'm just putting the finishing touches on a 14 day challenge and I'm putting a basic level of, of juicing in, into this 14 day challenge. It's all about adopting one habit in the key, yeah, in each yeah. key area, yeah. basically. So get sweaty each day, adjust your diet, um, set a goal for like the two week period. Um, and there's some other stuff around family and fun about hanging out with your kids or date night and, and, and catching up with old friends. But but, you know, for people listening, you know, something like you've, you've lost a drastic amount of weight, went from drinking gallons of Coca-Cola a day to being absolutely fascinated in your health, chucking away a tin opener in a microwave and we're having a conversation about juicing. And I really want to encourage people to realise that actually the healthy one is a more normal conversation than the processed factory stuff from right. a bottle uh, type, type conversation. And I don't know. I mean, I haven't. It's been... My, and my wife, uh, she's a she's like a workout queen. I mean, she's so she's a stay at home mom, right? But she's um, she walked the first time she walked into one of these kickboxing classes at this new gym she had signed up for. They 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 started coming over. You know, all the all the girls started coming over and asking tons of, tons of questions, and uh, she was kind of confused by you know. And then she realized that they thought that she was the kickboxing the new instructor, kick, oh, right? But uh, she was. Uh, but she's also, I think it also makes, if you have, like, and my kids are pretty healthy too. Like they're, yeah. but I think if you, if it, if, like you said, if it's, if it to you, it's normal, right. Then to, to, it's just, a, it's a, it makes it a lot easier. Um, and you see this too, you see somebody who's maybe they're overweight and their partner isn't, I mean, you know, it's, it's sort of, you've got no, I, I, I get that. That baffles me when I see that. It baffles well, me. Exactly. Or you've got the partner that's trying to lose weight and you've got the, the or you've got the person that's trying to lose weight. And the partner, the partner is just, you know, you can just tell they're not healthy. Not supportive. Yeah. And, yeah. and you think it just, you think about just the refrigerator. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to, to, to be condescending here, but some of the breakfast that you see people when they're walking down, especially in major cities, what they eat in the morning to yeah. start their day from a, from a, I mean, if, you know, from a fuel standpoint, it's just like, it, it's like, how do you, I mean, they must be, they must be crashing by the time, mm, you know, after lunch totally. is done. Right. And, uh, I don't get sick. I don't know about you, but I don't get sick. I, don't, I haven't gotten sick. Never. Like, I just don't get sick. No. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. And, and I think uh, that's, that's so important in this, in this new world that we find ourselves in now is that people got to tune into their immune system and be like, well, what exactly am I putting into myself? And what could I do to, to increase that? And um, I, I try not to be too flippant about Corona because clearly it is something that right. kills well, people. But, um, but I, I, I'm healthy enough that I'd pretty much, you know, well, I'll tell, you, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you if you've seen this in London or you've seen this in, I've seen this in New York. Uh, you see, you see folks with, yeah, I mean, it's just because of coronavirus, you see them with the sort of the, the mask, the mask covering. Yeah. Um, and then they're, they're chain smoking, you know, and you're thinking like, I, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not, that's, like the yeah. cartoon, they're sitting on the branch cutting it. Like. Yeah. I mean, and I, and I, sometimes I'm just like running by and I'm thinking, like it's not, you know, yeah. the, the the coronavirus probably statistically is probably not going to hurt you. The the smoking is not the yeah more so totally totally. I mean, it's not, but it's 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 amazing how there's a the, the saying of health is wealth, right? And it's it's so true. I mean, it's 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 uh, my this is a cool thing. I mean, my my nine year old, he he said, hey daddy, like can I come running with you? You know, I was like, well, if you want to come running, it's like a five o'clock in the morning thing. You know, you got to show up and and you got to be. I mean, you got to be with me and. Uh, so you yeah, got cool. So I, so I'm now running with my nine year old. Oh, you know? I love that. Love that. Which, and and to, to us, it's normal to be 45 and like be, and you feel great. Um, but there's a lot. There are a lot of people that are 45, 50 that are not. 
they're, they're not able to do that. And totally. You know, you know, and we're running like, I mean, he's, he's nine. So we're just doing like 5k, yeah. but like 5k in like 20, 23, 25 minutes, you know, for, I mean, exactly. Me- and, and he will, aside from what you're up to, if we can instill that in our children at that age, they will grow up with that as just part of who they are. And, and, uh, and I truly believe this from my own experiences growing up and I'm putting this into my kids and my family in America who've been such an inspiration to me is that put that health and fitness into someone's life well, so, at an early stage and they just, it just becomes normal for them. So then they will always do it. Well, I mean, it's so true, right? So it, but it, the, the parents, I mean, they're, they're, it's, they, they, the kids copy the parents and then, you know, it, it's, so if you're the, um, I just, I, I'm just fascinated by, you know, I'm fascinated by, and I'm not, I'm not a, like a health nut per se, but I'm conscious of, I'm conscious of if, okay, so, um, you know, did I eat, did I eat some greens there or salad or what, how did I eat yesterday? Or I'm just conscious of what I'm doing. Right. So yeah. it's uh, here's a, here's a great, I don't know if you've, uh, this is my new version of like, uh, it's not, I don't, I don't drink Gatorade, but, um, we have bottles of this in my, in our house, just bottles of it. So it's hibiscus, you know, hibiscus, it's a yeah, Jamaican. Yeah, yeah. We just take that, the, the real, you know, just the, the loose, the loose, loose leaf, uh, you know, and, and we just, with the, uh, we just, with boiled water, just tons and tons and tons of it and just let it sit out. And then we, we literally bottle it with, with just glass bottles and we have that stacked in the fridge. You can even take it like an old wine bottle, right? Yeah. So yeah. Now the wine bottles with the screws down instead of the corks and, uh, we just have that and that's, that's kind of, it's refreshing. It's great for after a workout. It's healthy actually for the gut um, as well as for hunger. I mean, just a, there's a lot of, for blood pressure. It has, oh, the no. same benefits of, it has the same benefits as like cranberry or pomegranate, right? Yeah. So uh, and I'm going to search you up. I'll, I'll find out. That's what I love about oh. these conversations. You, you hear about different uh, things that other people are doing and then, you, and then I can bring it into to my diet. Um and you'll be and your kids. I mean, my kids drink it. They, they, it, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a delicious, refreshing. Um, and if it's also even decent, like if you had a spicy curry or something like that, I mean, it's, it's just refreshing, right? It's very yeah, refreshing. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, that's been my, and our new thing the last, I don't know, four or five months, but it, it's replaced at, at least at home. It's replaced, you know, drinking tons of sort of like H2O. I'm drinking that there's no sugar in it. Right. Um, and it's just, I don't know, it's just a wonderful, you know. I'm going to hunt out some hibiscus and let you know yeah. how that goes. Well, listen, yeah. this, this health chat is, I'm loving it. And we can definitely come back to that. I've, I've got some questions about your, your, okay. your sort of family setup as well. But just to kind of go a different direction into your, into your business subject, um, you've got two very successful businesses. You've been involved in recruitment for over 20 years and how you started that business is an interesting story as well, particularly for guys who are listening to this and they're thinking, I need to make a change in my life. I'm not really that yeah. satisfied in my work. So to tell us about what was the inspiration for your, for your, well, first of all, tell us how great your businesses are doing, which I don't mean that as an opportunity for you to show off, because, but I think, you know, it's, right. it's, it's, it's a pleasure to be able to speak to people who are being a success in the world. Um, you're making a difference to all your staff, the people that come through your business, you know, so I, I acknowledge you for that. Um, but it's, 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 I, I want this to be a motivation to people listening. Right. So I, I, I did this. I mean, my, my route was, was like, okay. And I was told this at home, right. Yeah. If you, as a kid, and I, I think you have to be careful when you're a parent sometimes to, to, you know, sometimes your fears are not, or, you know, they're not really, you know, sometimes you shouldn't really give your fears and, you know, you shouldn't pass them on to your kids. Right. So, to, yeah. Yeah. So I, I was taught as a kid, like many people, 
you know, if you, if you study hard and, and then you get, you know, you sort of go to decent universities and you can find it, you know, land a, a decent, decent job. And, and, uh, uh, and Mark and I talked about this before, right. About, you know, sort of the, the big four, um, you know, life will be good and then you can work there the rest of your life and life is great. Right. That's what I was taught. So, so I did some of that and, uh, and I was in, I was happily, you know, working in, in New York. So I, you know, I went to some decent schools and then I worked at some of the big four, like the Price Waterhouses and the Ernst Youngs of the world. Yeah. And I, and I received a call from a, from an executive, from a, from a headhunter, a recruiter who was hanging out in Miami. The guy was in Miami and he, he called me up and he said, Hey George. And this was in January. Right. So, uh, in, in a January and, uh, how long ago? What's all year? So this is, this is now, uh, we just, so this, this, this is, so it's two, the year 2000, right? So we're 20 yeah, years yeah. now in business, cool. right? So this is literally, right. So, um, so he calls me up and I'm, it's, it's Miami in January is wonderful weather, 25 Celsius. I mean, it's just, you know, it, it, New York is like the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> 26 yeah. below. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so it's, so, uh, he said, he's like, it's, it was a Thursday. He's like, Hey George, there's a German company here. Uh, I'm not going to mention who they are, but there's a, there's a German company here. They're, you know, they're doing some consulting. Um, we'd like you to come down and just visit us. Right. I'm like, okay, right, cool. I'm like, when do you, when do you want to, when do you want to talk tomorrow? would be great. You know? So I'm like, all right, fine. So I get a, the flights like three hours from New York to Miami, Miami in January is beautiful. New York, like I said, is, is just terrible. So I get down there and I don't, have you ever been to, you ever been to Miami? Yeah. Yeah. So for those, at least, you know, for, for those that haven't been to Miami, it's kind of like Mallorca, the, the, uh, I mean, the nice part of it. Right. So yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, it's like Mallorca or, or maybe Ibiza or, or it's just a, or Barcelona maybe, but just beautiful weather. And, uh, so, you know, I get there and they're like, okay, George, you know, we're going to give you 40 or 50, it was like 40 or $50,000 more than I was making, which was like, it was just like, whoa, <laughs> like you know? an extra years wages. Yeah. I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is great. You know? And they're like, there's one catch. You have to start here um, on Monday. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I can do that. You know, like no problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, 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 I literally fly back the same day on a, on a Friday. Then I tell everyone, Hey, I'm going to be living in Miami. Everyone told me it was the, it was the most terrible idea. Like, it was, <laughs> like, you know, like who is this German company? What are they doing? You know, they, like, you know, who's, who's the person you be working for? And no, I'll be fine. You know, it's, it's like, I, I was fine. So I, I'm there. Uh, I don't think I was there on a Monday, but I was there like on a Tuesday. Right. Yeah. I signed a lease. They told me, by the way, this is, you know, when you get older, you learn not to do this. Uh, they told me, George, just take care of the rent stuff and the furniture and we'll, we'll take care of you later. Don't worry about it. Okay. I can do that. You know? So I sign a, a one-year lease. Yeah. In, in Miami. Yeah. Um, weeks, you know, the first week I buy furniture on credit, like, you know, buy now, pay nothing for 23 years. And, you know, <laughs> right. Just financially, it was just a mess. And, uh, so I did that for about, it was like two and a half, three months. And then one day I walk in and everyone's like, oh man, uh, everyone's sad. You know, I'm like, what's going on? They said, well, we're going to close down. Germany said, we're going to close down the office. Like we're out, we're out of a job. You know, there's no, like we're done, you know? And that was my first realization. Okay. This, you know, this is maybe, you know, this isn't, this isn't cool. And, uh, <laughs> so, so I, I had asked one of the, uh, one of the HR ladies, I was like, what do I, what do, what's next? You know, she's like, well, what you should do is the following, you know, you should go collect unemployment. Right. And, uh, at least you can get paid while you're looking for your next job. You know, I'm like, okay, make, makes sense. You know, I'll do that. So I go to the unemployment office 
And uh, I'm thinking, that was a, that was pretty much the first one of the few first times in my life I'd really, I guess you know, it failed, right? Quote unquote yeah. failed. I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't a failure at all. It was just I think it was a learn, it was part of the learning curve. But back then I was like, oh my god. Um, and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking and I'm and I'm and I was, I think I had I, I've had the benefit at least innately. I analyze okay, like how did I win? How did I lose? What happened here? Was it my fault? Was it somebody else's fault? Was it the and I started thinking and I thought and I thought okay, I didn't really do my homework, but at the end of the day, I lost my job because somebody else decided just to close the whole office down. It wasn't really, yeah. Yeah, I did. And then I thought, you know what, if I, and I used to play basketball on weekends with these guys, all of them were like entrepreneurs, you know, they were just, one guy sold fruit, he exported fruit, to, and he wasn't, he wasn't really, he wasn't the brightest guy. Another guy was really bright, and he, he, he had a computer programming company, and another guy, it was, it was just, but they would just show up with these cool cars, you know? And I was like, that's, I need that, you know, they all had their own business. And I thought, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start my own business now. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. So uh, my plan was to walk into one of these recruiting companies, kind of hang out there for a couple of months and uh, just to be able to buy some time. And then, you know, so that's what I did. I walked into to, to this one firm. The guy was super cool. He, he, I convinced him to hire me for free. Right. And, uh, just a couple months into it, we decided like I was, I was naturally good at it. And, and he said, listen, like, Hey, let's be partners or let's just go, you do your thing. I do my thing. And you know, it's probably, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're going to have a great future ahead of you. He was a super cool guy. Yeah. And, uh, and then he convinced me, he's like, you need to listen. You said you want to have your own business. Like you'd be great at it. You should do it. You should do it. You should do it. So I did it. And then it went, I mean, you think it's good. It gets better. It doesn't get better. It gets worse. <laughs> So having a business is really difficult. I think, I mean, it's just a pivot point. Like you have to, it's really difficult. It's not as sexy as like the Instagram nonsense you see, but it's not like yeah. that. Right. Um, so I went from like being broke to, I don't even know if it's the word broker, you know, for three years. Right. I was worse. Uh, and then I just knew in my heart, you know, I knew I didn't want to work for somebody else. I didn't want to, I didn't want to, if I was going to fail, I wanted to fail because it was me. Yeah. Uh, and, and the one thing I really liked about what I did which was to me was a huge challenge is that as an owner or an entrepreneur, you literally get paid to the exact penny, right. That you're worth. Yeah. You know? And, and there was, there was no more time for excuses of like, okay, I'm underpaid. Right. <laughs> I was paid exactly. And I'm still paid today. Exactly what I've right. So that's what I love about being an entrepreneur and having, and being able to create things. You're, you're paid exactly what you're worth and the market you know, so there's no more, like my boss is terrible. Well, you know, you're the boss, right? So, uh, so three years into it, year four, things went really well. I then hired up to 50 people. I had 50 people in my team. So I went from zero, it's like a zero to hero, you know, sort of story. Um, all of my clients were banks, financial institutions, insurance companies. And then I went back from in 2008, 2009. I, went from I was going to say, you're, you're in I've done the maths there. It was straight and I was thinking, okay, that's, I, I know <laughs> yeah. what's coming now, 2008. Yeah. yeah. So what happened? So I lost. So by then, you know, I was, there's a, there's a, there's a financial, you know, guy that here in, in the States, uh, Dave Ramsey. I yeah, I know funny. him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm debt free. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so I was the, I, I, I mean, I could have been, I mean, I was just a disaster financially. I got look up there, I think. There we go. Dave Ramsey, total money makeover on the, I, 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 on can't the see it. let's see here. It's just yeah. up there. It's just, there we go. Yeah. So, so you'll, you'll appreciate this. So he started talking about, so I went from back to zero. I had, I was, you know, I think I just lost like two or three homes at the time, you know, like I, you know, because I have, I, it was a disaster, right? Uh, 
I, I was just financially messed. I was, I was, he said, you can't you get to a point where you outsell, you can't, your stupidity catches out, catches up with your, yeah. I, I forget what he says, but stupid taxes or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I was, I was, I was a good salesperson, but my stupidity eventually, you know, outpaced my yeah, sales. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. So, so that's what happened. So I had to build again. Uh, and I, and I had, you know, offices and people and it was just, it was a disaster. And I thought, okay, if I could do this again, and this is, this is, this is more in line with the kind of way, you know, the way I live now and the way you live. And, and I thought, okay, how would I do this? Right. First of all, I'm going to tithe 10%, not to the church, but 10% to some emergency business fund. Yeah. So every time the McGarren group gets some sort of sale, I don't care if it's a dollar or if it's, you know, hundred thousand dollars, 10% will go into some sort of emergency cash fund. Right. So I'll do that. Okay, cool. Never again will I have an office. I'll have a, I'll have an office maybe, you know, that I'll rent for myself, but I'll, my team will be total, you know, virtual. Right. And this was, this was like 2009. It didn't really, it wasn't really. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, you know? the, yeah. they call it a trailblazer there. And that was well, Skype, yeah. Skype had just come out and I think you could like, you could, you could change your number so that it wouldn't look like you're yeah. calling from Skype. And, and, uh, there was a thing called Vonage and I was like, Oh, cool. I can, you know, um, so, so I started to hire people and, and, uh, and then I, so now we have 30 people, right? Um, but we've got, we have two businesses. One is an executive placement business. That's an eight figure business a year. And then the second business is a branding business. So we're, we're working with people that are making from $300,000 a year to four to $5 million, right? A year. Nice. So it's an interesting, it's like the who's who of. That's like a personal branding business. Like yeah, it's executive branding. So we're on the search, on the search side, right? We, and, and then this, that, the second thing, which is the executive branding, it was just the, you know, you have, if your clients ask you the question, same question over and over and over, right. For help, you can, you can pretty much, you can create that into a service and you can sell it. Right. Yeah. And, uh, that's what we did. So that was just a mistake. It was just enough. If enough people ask you the same thing over and over and over, you think, okay, well, obviously they, they see me as an expert. Why don't I just, just charge them for it and, and see what happens yeah. as a beta test. And we kind of beta test it that's a seven figure year business, right? Um, the, the interesting thing is that the, 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 the smaller business, let's say it creates relationships and it gives us an excuse to go after the, cause it's the same, it's the same yeah, buyer, yeah, same, right? people, same, a, same pool. Yeah. One's a B2C play and one's a B2B play. Yeah. But the B2C customer is also your B2B customer, right? Yeah. In so, my, in my digital marketing work for the last 20 years, uh, my own businesses, which for the last 10 years until I started team super dad, uh, worked with a lot of recruitment companies. And right. so it's just that virtual cycle of the, the person you place becomes the person who te- who retains you as the agency. Then when they exactly. move, they take you, they become your client again, or they become. The exactly. So, but we, but the hard time, the hard part about that is the sort of the, the acquisition of the client, right? How do you get to that? Because they already know they're already using somebody, right? There's a relationship form. Yeah. But if you can get into a different angle, which is a lower price point, um, it's it's much much easier. So that's that's kind of the business. But the model we have now is is you can pretty much you know, you know I can and everybody in my team. I mean I've got somebody I've got a um, an awesome guy from from the UK. He lives half of his time he lives in South America. The other part, you know, he's in he's in Northern England. Um, it's just I've got a lot of people that you just the the, the the it's not a lifestyle business, but you know I can live and work and. And that whole four-hour work week hanging on a beach in Mexico, like I've done that. I've done that, right? Um, the the truth of that, though, is that it doesn't. It's not like a three-week thing. Like it took me, you know, I would say, you know, fourteen, fifteen years to figure out how to get to that, right? Yeah. So, um, but it's 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 a 
And was I know, that, I that, that as a specific, was that a goal that you had or that just evolved as your life evolved and you were like, to start with, you had to hustle and you enjoyed working that amount of time, but then with your partner and your children, did, did, had the business got to a stage where it could support you being less involved or was it always a goal that you wanted to have that no, balance? I, I, Right. I, it was, it was, uh, it was never the goal. The goal was always just to like, Hey, if I work hard, work hard, work hard. Yeah. Um, but I, you get to a point where financially you, it's almost like you, you need to work, right? I mean, you, you, you know, you always need to work, but you get to a point where, where it doesn't, it, it's, it feels, um, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, financially we're doing fine, but, but what's the, I'm going to plug my, my computer in so it doesn't hang up on you here. Yeah, it. it wasn't, um, so you get to the point where financially you say, like, is it really worth all the, I don't know if this happened to you, but you know, when I thought, okay, um, at least in the business, okay, if I make, if I make a hundred thousand dollars for the business, like I'm a rock star. Okay, cool. If we do, if I, if I make 200 grand in this business, man, I'm going to be a rock star, right? If I make half a million in this business, I'll, I'll be like, life will be better. And you realize that you're less happy. You're not as happy. I mean, you're happy at, you're happier at the $150,000 point. Yeah. And you were at the half a million dollar point, right? No, I, I hear that from it, from it, from a bunch of people I've, I've interviewed. Yeah, I mean, it's just a it's a it's a quality of life issue. Um, so I got to the point where I thought, okay, I can either do this for the next 10, 15 years, right, and just hate it, or I can decide to you know just to just to um, reinvent the wheel a little bit. And I started reading all these books like the Four Hour Work Week and and yeah. E Myth Revisited. And, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I might have a chance to meet uh, Michael Gerber, by the way. Um, so, uh, but I started reading all these books about time management and delegation and 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 focusing on your why. And and I was like, huh, I can do that, you know. And uh, and I started to implement systems and processes and, and and give more responsibility to my team, even though they're like, George, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, yeah, it's fine. Go ahead, figure it out. They're like, yeah, I'm going to ruin your business. I know, but if, you know, just go ahead, figure it out. We'll figure it out. So I started to use a lot of time management skills. Um, I'm at the point now where I, I run one person, he runs the rest of the team and I just deal with, I pretty much just deal with him. Yeah. And, and he sends me an update once a day via WhatsApp, right? With, and I'll, I'll read this to you so you can see. So some of your listeners that have um, how it goes, but it's pretty much, it's the same format every day, the WhatsApp message. And it's, it's, um, I'm going to read it. There's always, there's, there's, and this is based on Mark Cuban, how he manages all of these, these startups and things. Mark Cuban. Okay. Uh, um, it, it's, uh, these Mark are the topics Cuban. that he, he goes over. Yeah. So he, he, so these are exact topics every day. So it's the same format and he fills me in, right. Just as an update pipeline, he doesn't have the pipeline, you know, for certain things. Um, so, you know, things we might close deals like current deals that we've gone on team, team issues, um, technical or system or tools issues, right. Uh, guidance. So like, does he need any guidance on anything? Okay. Um, and then the, the next, the next thing that finance, so he gives me the finance financial look, you know, I'll look just, this is daily, right? I want to get an out. I get an update on this. Um, and then we've got, and then the last piece is uh, observations, right? And that's it. And there's six things. There's six topics every day. It's the same thing. I mean, it's the same. And uh, so, so, Please say them again, because some people would have they, they would they wouldn't have been paying attention. And then when you said they were there, those are the six things. They'd be like, "Oh my gosh, sorry. what were they again? What were they again?" I'm sorry about that. So, the, so the, no, no, that's, that's just human nature, especially when right. you listen to podcasts. So the, yeah. the first thing is pipeline, which is clients oh. that right that were were you know clients that were were pretty much about to close, yeah. right? Um, that are you know we call it sort of bread in the oven, right? Um, 
the, the second thing is it was sort of like pipeline, but they're deals, right? Yeah. Maybe sometimes maybe somebody maybe there's a, there's a deal you're working that's not going that well, or it is going well. They're not really your pipeline, but it's deals. So that's the second thing. Um, the third thing is team, right? Any team issues or team updates. Um, the, the next thing would be guidance, right? Uh-huh. Do you need any, do you need my guidance or, yeah, or so that's or, you're, you're, you're managing him. And so he's telling you whether he needs any guidance to allow it, it, him to be better in his role. Exactly. Like, Hey George, I have a question. Next piece is finance. So he tells me the financial, right? It could be, you know, if you have debt or marketing or, or, yeah. or but the financial part of the, 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 the uh, piece. Um, the next thing would be, you know, so any, any pro I didn't, I didn't mention this before project updates. Uh, and then, uh, you know, which could be technical, uh, issues could be, uh, it could be tools issues. Gmail's not working. The website's down, right? Or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing is observations, right? In terms of his, his observations of what we should do. Now we started out with him just telling me, Hey George, here's all the problems. What do I do? That's how we started out. And then I learned, you know, listen, let's, let's, and I was, it was taking me a lot of time to respond back. Right. You know, with, with, with what I would do and step by step. And now it's, he tells me what's going on. He gives me a solution of what he's going to do. Right. And then if I, if I think there's a tweak, I'll tell him the tweak. If not, I just go, okay. Like in line, you know, okay, okay, okay. And I literally copy paste. Okay. 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 Six times. Yeah. And I give him a little tweak. And that's once a day, every, every morning at nine o'clock in the morning, I get a WhatsApp message from him. And, uh, and then we do a once a week call a team meeting, right? We do it this, this, you know, conference call yeah. and that was, yeah. you know, zoom and things like that. But and, and, we... and are you confident that he's then managing that down in a similar way to how many is he, how many is he managing that down to? He's got 20, he's got, he's got 28 people, right? Yeah. And then he's got three people in his team that he's, he's, He's liked it so much that he's actually started to do it now. He uses my system with him. Yeah, and, of course. Yeah, uh, I got that. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's so so that's that's kind of what we've done, and uh, it's it's and then we do our team meeting, and during the team meeting, uh, everybody's able to sort of talk about, hey, here's some revenue ideas, ideas, or here's kind of what's not working. I'm I'm all about this is what I and this is every week we 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 stress the same thing. Yeah. And this is the thing, like it's like it's like. Johnny, tell me, and this is, you know, usually sometimes you kind of bitch to your bo- bitch about your boss. You know, if I was my boss, I would, I wouldn't do this, right? This is a waste of time or this is, a, this is terrible. I don't know why we do this. Right. So I encourage my team to say that. I want to know why you think that. Yeah. And, and, and then just give me a solution. So we talk about, can we automate, delegate, remove, pause yeah. or stop? Right. And I want, I tell my team, you know, I want, I want to stop, stop. I want to start removing things from your life so we don't have to do it. So every week people tell me, Hey George, you know what? I'm spending three hours a week on a, on a signature scraper on an email. Can we buy a signature scraper, you know, that goes into the CRM so I don't have to do it anymore. Or so uh, we've been able to automate some of our, a lot of our business and that's going to help us, you know, later on we're going to start scaling. Um, but that's going to help us scale later on. I love that. You're going to scale the eight figure business. Good work. <laughs> that's, that's a nice, a nice thing to be able to do. Uh, that's the second time this week I've heard automate, delegate, remove. Um, so a guy was just talking about how he manages his time. He said, because uh, it was two guys hosting a, a webinar together and they were, they were, okay. they worked together and, and Suraj was saying to his business partner, he's like, you're a machine. You just, you know, when I first started working with you, I, I couldn't believe how much you, you logged, like you kept track of stuff. Um, right. And he said, now having been working together for four years, I, I, I totally see the power of it because he said, because there's no waste with you. 
there's no waste. He's, right. he's, he's a, and, then, and that's when he then took over and he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I automate, delegate, remove. And he says, and, I, well, and, if you I, look at, and the other thing is that you can also pause, right? Sometimes yeah. pause is a good, is, is a good, uh, you know, we, we, one of our projects we had, we had, I think we had spent like $40,000 on a website, right? That was looking, it would look great and everything else, but it taken so much time out of my own day uh, that I told the, 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 the developer, I'm like, Hey, listen, we're going to put this on like just time out real quickly. And he was like, $40,000. Like you should say time out. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. And I explained to him, I was like, listen, I have, I've got a, I've got a way bigger problem I'm trying to solve here right now. Like I, I get it. Like it is a lot of money, but I need to, so I think it goes back to that Pareto 80, 20, you know, kind of principle as well. Yeah. Um, you know, what are your core? I mean, I can tell you, I have, I have a board. My, my office is a mess today, but I'm going to show you on the, on the board. It talks about, and there's a guy there's, we talked about James clear atomic habits Yeah. for your awesome to look up. He talked about, you know, what are your top drivers? And I, I try to focus my day on sales generation, revenue strategy, and I call it game design, but it's pretty much process improvement. Okay. Yeah. Um, the beautiful thing about having, you know, like you get to control your own life and you're, you know, you get to design your own game. Like that's a cool, that's yeah. a cool thing, right? Like it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a cool thing. I mean, I don't know. When, when was the last time you had worn a suit? And, like you've actually wore a suit and tie. I mean, last um, time. <laughs> exactly. I can't, right? I can't think, I can't think I, I, yeah. for, for a business situation. I, I, I don't know. So if I'm going to London to present something, maybe I would have, but even then it would normally be a, a pair of jeans and a, and a, and a blazer type thing. Exactly. And, and you know this, right. And if you're, if you walk in and there's a meeting and there's, there's a bunch of guys in suits and ties and the guy that's not in suit and tie, like who's the guy you need to be worried. Who's the guy you need to be worried about. Right. It's the guy. Yeah, not yeah. The suit and tie. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, it, I mean, I'm in like an under armor, you know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. when, yeah. So, um, but that's, that's the beauty of having your own, you know, being your own, you know, be, running your own I call it, it's, it's game design. You get to design, the way you need to do things. And, uh, and I, I had, the- I had an interesting conversation with someone the other day and they were talking about, she said to me, I, oh, do you think you're an entrepreneur? And I was like, Oh, I don't know. Um, I think there's a spirit inside of me, which is, and then, and then I think what, where I was pausing was, was just around my level of success, you know, and I was right. at one point, my agency, we, we did 350 K in a year. It was our third year. We had five staff. I was running at this big event that, that I was um, heading up that was running twice a year. In dollars, did, in dollars or in pounds? In pounds. So yeah, yeah. we were pushing for 400 K. Yeah. And so like that was, that was growing and it was being a success. And then loads of life troubles happened and, um, and it started to go the other way, but, but to lose track of, well, no, there was that success there. So don't say, oh, I'm not a success because right now it's not going as well as I wanted it to. Or deciding that I was making a change from the digital marketing to Team Superdad. And then and then you're like, okay, well, now what does success look like? Because I'm starting from from the bottom. You know, start starting something right. completely, completely new. And so I paused for a second there and I thought, I'm not sure. Now she said to me, you know, I've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs, and she said the thing that, that she was trying to stress this point to me where she said about working faster, Johnny, like making decisions faster, almost like that, that fail, fail forward type, type, fail quickly, type thing. And, um, and I really took that on board because, because I can see that actually the momentum and the speed at which, which I could be moving at, um, there's, there's no, there's no reason why I can't be. It's just some sort of 
concern pops up or am I getting this right or am I getting, getting, getting that right? And actually just particularly as the world is today, move forward quickly. Um, and, and, you know, people doing podcasts and webinars from, from their home or the news reader, the kids coming in behind them. Um, the, the world right now is ready for just, let's make it happen and move forward quickly. And I think, I think yeah, a lot and, of people, and I think you have to be able to, to, to adapt, right. With, yeah. with just, with just everything. It's, it's just, you have to be able to, to be able to adapt. Um, the, the, and I, I, I would peg you as an entrepreneur. I mean, that's, that's how I, you know, no, you, yeah, thank you. And it's, 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 it's just an interesting question to be asked and catching myself pausing. Right. Um, well, for you, it's, for you, it's normalcy, right? For you, yeah. it's, it, it's, and, and by the way, I want to, I want to uh, make a comment to, to the folks that are listening. Yeah, you know, we had, you had showed me your list of, you know, your list of all these things that you wrote down when you came off the mountain, right? Yeah. And, uh, I don't know if you've thought about this. I mean, and I think like you're, you're, you're fixated on, yeah. Right. That's, that, is so the, that's, that is the piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So you're, I mean, you're, you're in your story and I'm just telling you, you know, your version of the story is you're, you're, you focus on the mountain and then you come down and you write, you write down the list. Right. But if you think about this part, like what about the guy, you, the guy that actually had the courage to actually go up the mountain in the first place. Like you, you went up the mountain. Right. And that's, that's also, I think part of your story. Yeah. Um, because not everybody does that. Right. And, 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 and the fact that you were even there up the, you know, I mean, it's, it's like you were, you, when you were saying, Hey George, I was on this mountain and it was like, could see anything. And I got down and I started writing things down. I was hearing as well, like shit, like the, the courage to go up there and be up there just, just already speaks sort of how you are. Right. And so that, right, that's okay, why yeah. to me, you're an entrepreneur. It's not, you know what I mean? It's, 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 you, you're sort of, you're already taking risk and, and assessing things and, and uh, I don't know if you thought about your version. No, that's that's that brilliant. That, I love that, and, and I hadn't thought about that before either. So my exactly my big thing about the story was the the the, the brainwave, the vision, the idea that we that there's that there's other dads out there who want more from their life, and actually we already know the people around us. We just need to make it happen. Um, that was that's that's the fabulous story for me. But actually, like you're saying, yeah, other people are going to hear that story and be like. You were up a mountain in a, in a blizzard, <laughs> crossing a crevasse, roped together, <laughs> lost. Like. <laughs> exactly. That's that to me is the cool. I mean, I know that yeah. I'm supposed to be the coolest part of the story is the letter or the writing part, but yeah. the cool, you know, the cool part of the story is that the fact that you're you're up there, right? Like yeah, that's yeah. the that's the win to me, right? And and I'm sure you had you know 100 things you'd done before that. Um, a lot of people, I mean, you had mentioned too that you know at that time it was just difficult in your difficult time in your life. A lot of people would have just given up and said, you know what? I don't really feel well. I'm not going to do anything for myself. And they just wouldn't have been even on the trip. Right. Yeah. So it, it's, uh, I, there's two ways that there's, there's there. And this, this might, this is sometimes I'm, you know, sometimes it's very American. Right. Um, but there, there's two, there's two ways to lose, right. You can lose and kind of just be like, okay, I'm going to get up right away. Cool. It's part of the game, you know? Uh, well, I think, I think Americans were very good at that. We're very good at like, Oh, you know, it's, it's, we lost, we'll just get up and do it again. Um, but I, I there's, there, there is a good way to lose and losing is it, it's, it's, it's impossible to do well in life. If you, if you, if you're not expect like right now, I can tell you, you know, like things are, you know, life is, life is, is, is great. Things are going well. Right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe next year it's not going great for me. I don't, I don't know that. Right. However, I do know that if it doesn't go well for me, that's, that's cool. You know, I can take that, but I'll get up again, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think that's what an entrepreneur is. When you finally accept that piece that, you know, everything's, everything's going to be cyclical. And even if I hit a rough patch, I'm still going to get up. That to me is a real entrepreneur. It's not the, like, 
you get punched down and you stay down. It's like, you know, if, if things went terribly, you know, just, you would, you would do it again, right? You would just get up and do it again. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. And, uh, and that's actually a perfect part of my, my notes I'd, I'd written here. And this is a perfect way to sort of, as we go into the last, the, the last few minutes, um, you're, you're an ultra marathon runner, right? And, and we were talking there about getting up from, from tricky situations and keeping on going. There can be no greater metaphor for that than keeping running when you're, when you're, I've done, I've done a marathon, I've done some triathlons, but the idea of an ultra marathon uh, is it, I don't think it's, it's not so much mind blowing for me. I, I know I right. could be up for it, but it's just about getting to, to that point and being ready and actually signing so, up. So for Johnny, it I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you that's, it, that's a, that's a mind, that's a mind blockage thing going yeah. in your head. Because if you've done a marathon, you can, I, I know this for a fact, you can do an ultra marathon. I say this because I had never done a marathon. My, my, I, I, I'd finished three or four. Well, let, let, let me, let me ask you, right? my point was going to be about, bold decisions like what does it right. take to what does it take to make bold risky decisions um and it, and it, it it dovetailed perfectly into what we were just talking about the mountain and and, and um and being an entrepreneur um so yeah so sorry please carry on but that's that was the way my context was like what does it take to make bold decisions well i i think you just need to say yes right like it, it's it's you can I, I can tell you right now if you if you tell yourself i can do this ultra marathon thing right mm-hmm. you'll you'll do it it's it, it's i had I was, uh, I was, uh, when I started to get, you know, a little fit, I was running, I'd run like a 10 K event and then I'd run a half, you know, 21 K and, uh, I was in a running group and there was, there was a, there was one guy who was, he was cool, man. He had, he was like super fit and he was doing ultra marathons and some other people were doing these marathons. And just so everyone knows, this is, this is, this is part of your weight loss journey, isn't it? This is where you, yeah, this is- I was already, I think I was already, I mean, I was already, by then I was already, you know, I was already. No, you slimmed back down, but I mean, this, just so everyone yeah. knows, this wasn't when you were. 20 no. years old. This is, this is re- yeah. Yeah. more this, recent. This time. is like, this is, this is, I mean, I've been, I've been running, running probably for it's since it's like 10 years now, right. 10 or 11 years when yeah. I started, you know, I mean, you, you get to, when you're, you're there's a point where you're just, and I'm going to use the word fat because I think I can, because I, you know, like clearly you, you were, yeah. I mean, <laughs> 23 stone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're just, you just can't physically, they tell you to exercise, but you just can't. It's just, it's really hard. Uh, so, uh, but I was running with these guys and, and, and we're running along and, and, and I was like, Oh, cool. Tell me about the ultra marathon thing. Uh, he's like, yes, yeah, I do. And one of the marathon runners said during the run, he said, yeah, but George, you like, you, you should do a, you should run a marathon first, you know, before you run an ultra marathon. Like that's just the process. Yeah. And then I, and this is, I think, and I wasn't trying to be sort of aloof or, or trying to be flippant to him, but I just said, well, how many ultra marathons have you run? Like, just, I don't know. Like it wasn't, I wasn't trying to be rude. Yeah. Did well, I haven't run any, you know? And I thought, well, like he's not really the expert on like, you know, like, like the ultra. What's it like? thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, and then I said to my, my ultra friend, I said, do you think I could run an ultra marathon without ever running a marathon? He's like, yeah, you, you could totally do it. Like don't, they don't, he doesn't know what he's talking about. So that's what I did. So I, I must've run three or four ultra marathons before I even ran my first marathon. And just and, so people uh, know how far is an ultra marathon. Mine was like 80, 80 K. So it's like yeah. 50 miles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, it was trail. So it was like some of them, some, some of them go from like eight to, to 14 hours. So it's, it's, yeah. it's, um, you, I mean, you eat a lot, right? It's not, you just not, you're not running, you're running, you're walking, you're eating. Uh, sometimes there's, yeah, I've read, I've read, I've well, I listened to David Goggins book. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Have you, have you read, have you heard, uh, the, he, he became well known because of, uh, living with a seal. Have you read that? Have you heard that? Audio no, book? I haven't. And just so you know, oh. when, when you were talking about your business, 
loads of what you were saying sounds very I've listened, I'm just listening to the trillion dollar coach at the moment I don't, I don't um, know. Bill Campbell he was he was like the, the coach to uh, and the business exec to to Apple and Google like yeah. loads of competing companies who shouldn't have had the same coach and he's working with them all that's why they're called the trillion dollar coach because it's right. fast, fascinating very what's the so um, his premise is what? Just because that's probably a book I'd probably read. What's, what's so he the came, he came from a sports background. He was a a high school and college football coach, and then he just end through a through a change of jobs and a chance meeting ended up in Silicon Valley. Okay, and basically was his whole um, modus operandi about putting teams together and raising people up as leaders had just just generated success after success after success. And um, it's, it's it's a great book. He, he's he's dead now, and he he wouldn't contribute. But so he, they, after his death, the uh, the author went round and spoke to loads of people he'd worked right. with and put it all together. It's called the Trillion Dollar Coach. Brilliant. But the ultra book I'd read, um, yeah, David Goggins and the other one. So there's a book called Living with a Seal, which is uh, Jesse Isler, right? Um, he and this is how David Goggins became, I guess, semi-famous, right? Yeah. So Jesse Isler was this, he's, he was an owner of a, a, of a professional uh, sports team. His wife is a billionaire, right? And he, he signs up for this ultra marathon, you know, with him and his like, I think it's, I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. Yeah. Him and his like eight, eight buddies or 10 buddies. They've got this cool tent, you know, coolers and cool seats and, and fans and yeah. like, you know, and this guy shows up with just a lawn chair. Uh, I think it was like a bottle of water and like a rag or something like that. Sits down. And he, and he, you know, Jesse Isler says to the, he asks the gentleman who happened to be David Goggins, like, where's your team? He's like, no, there's no team. It's just me, right? I'm doing it by myself. So Goggins runs this whole event, which is, they said was like absurd. He finishes and then he just leaves it. He doesn't wait for his medal, no ceremony, <laughs> gets his chair and leaves. So Jesse Isler decides, I'm going to look this guy up. And then he, he, he reaches out to him and he said, listen, I'm in New York City. I'd love you to live with me. He was a SEAL, Navy SEAL. I'd love to live with me in New York City and just train me and like, just, you know, give me what you got in just a month, you know? And so Jesse Isler talks about, the audiobook is much better than the actual written Okay, book. yeah, yeah. It, it's hilarious. It's one of these books where if you're in your car. No, that's, uh, it. I love, and, that's, that's why I love audiobooks. No, you'll be, you'll be, yeah, you'll, yeah. It's, it, but it's one of these things where if you're in your car, you'll literally not go inside so you can listen <laughs> just to the Listen to 10 more minutes. It, it, <laughs> yeah, I've it, done it, that. It's a, it's a terrific, and he's just extremely funny. And he talks about how, you know, he would take him out running or he'd say, listen, you need to do like a thousand push-up. I mean, sorry, uh, pull-ups. And Jesse is sort of like, I can't do one. He's like, well, we're not leaving this gym today until you do a thousand. And it's just absurd. Yeah. Um, but, and then, but he, he Jesse is there never talked about who the person was because the person Goggins didn't, didn't want really notoriety. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And later on, I guess, you know, he became, uh, but he's a, uh, Goggins is a great, yeah. He's a, he's a good example of, just, I mean, he's just a, just an interesting guy. I mean, he's he's a beast, right? Yeah, totally. And listen, we could talk for hours, right? But yeah, uh, uh, no, I know, time. I know. Um, just just briefly as we finish, like, what what's been your? I just want to ask you one final thing as as we wrap up, just about sort of your kind of your your family, just sort of like how do you how what's like your success sort of measure for your family? But but as far as the ultra marathon, what's what's the worst experience of? Oh, right. Of an ultra marathon runner so far, the word uh, I, I would I mean this is just my experience. Pretty much yeah. after five hours, I don't care how. No one no one enjoys any of it after about five six hours. Yeah. Like it's pretty much not fun anymore. 
that's just that's been my experience. The interesting thing about that is you you actually you're instead of like you know instead of it hitting you and you're, and you're mentally become you're actually waiting you actually wait for it you know like you wait for the moment where you say okay my body's telling me to stop so i've yeah. learned to i've learned to i've learned to wait for that moment right and then you when that happens you think okay now i'm i'm sort of at normal i'm at the normal stage i should be right so that i think that's one of the one of the internal secrets of the people that do longer distance you know events and and uh there's a there's a pivot point where your body tells you hey listen just just you know what just call it a do not finish or, you know, for people that don't just, yeah. just stop now. And, and, and some, some of these events are like circuits. So you can, it's, it's where, you know, you can stop there. And, um, but they're there, you have to kind of appreciate some of the pain points as well. Right. It's part of the process. Um, I don't know. I was, I was, uh, I was in a mountain in Peru for an event, um, 80 kilometers. I was up there for like 12 hours and I got lost by two hours and I didn't, they literally after 70 kilometers, um, they literally, they, they pulled me off the mountain because it wasn't safe for me to be there. So I didn't, I trained for a year for that. Right? Oh, no. and, and I didn't, I didn't finish, not because I stopped running. It was because they yeah. told me like, Hey brother, you can't run anymore. <laughs> you know? We're going home. <laughs> We're closed. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not safe anymore. You know, like you're in this, and this was in altitude and things. It was a North face challenge. Totally. It's just, it was hard. Uh, but I didn't finish the event. Like there's things that, but you, you think, okay, I'm a, you know, I'm a failure. I didn't finish. Like I, I've learned, you know, you, I don't know, life, life is short. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to, I don't take those things too seriously, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm not, I, I don't know. It's just, it's one of these things where, and, and this is a, you brought up something about, this is important for me, kids. It, it, my, my, I've got two kids. I mean, everybody thinks their kids are well-adjusted, but I mean, I've, I have two kids that are pretty well-adjusted. They're not spoiled. Um, they, you know, they're, that's, that to me is a big deal, right? Like they know, you know, they know who I am, obviously, you know, I, I play, we play all the time. We've got this thing like this tickle zone time. It's like eight thirty to nine, pretty much yeah. eight thirty nine 9 o'clock at night. There's a part of the house. If they're in that part, I can just tickle that. I mean, it's just, we have a, um, you've, got, a nine-year-old. You, you've got your thing. It's like a, like a, it's the George and his kids or the me and my dad that it, it's yeah. something yeah, you've we, created we, with we, them. Yeah, we created, I mean, with this whole, um, you know, with the coronavirus thing, they're not, in, they're not going to school. So we've got, they've become, you know, like world cup champions in the, in the backyard with the soccer and, and the football. And, uh, we created, you know, volley, I don't know. It's like balloon volleyball inside the house with a shoe. And yeah. like, it's a pretty normal, you know, it's pretty normal. Um, but I, 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 if I had a choice, I mean, this is just the way I am, but if I had a choice between, you know, family or, or money, I'll take the family 110% of the time. There's yeah. no, there's no question. Right. So that's some people choose money over the family. To me, I think that's a mistake. Um, I think the family, the, the, that, that is your legacy, right? It's like, however you, you teach your kids, like your, your kid, your three kids, you know, they're, they're going to, they're going to teach their kids the way you taught them. And that's, that's way more important than any, any financial, you know, success you can have. Right. Or even failure. If, if financial failure is like big deal, if your kids are well adjusted, then to me, that's a, that's a big deal. Yeah. You've done, you've done your job there. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you I appreciate, just, you, I appreciate you, your show. Yeah, you've already asked me. You've already answered the how where I was leading to on on that end point about kids and family. There, George, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, there's definitely uh, more opportunities for us to catch up and chat. Uh, I've I've heard and learned so much from you this evening, uh, especially about my um, 
ultramarathon entry, which obviously is now <laughs> now <Yeah>. pending. <laughs> you, should, you should totally do it. I mean, it, I'm telling you, if it's one of these things you've had like an itch to do, yeah. it, it's. I'm, I'm telling you, you can. So I'll just give you a tip. Like when you ran your train for your marathons, you did one long run on a Saturday, right? That's what yeah. you did usually. Yeah. So you just do. You're gonna think this is crazy. You just do two long runs. So you do one on Saturday, yeah, and you do one on Sunday. The Sunday, instead of going like hardcore, you can walk for 30 minutes. You can run for 30 minutes walk for 30 minutes, run for 30 minutes, walk for 30 minutes until you get used to it. And then little by little, you know, it's kind of like you just, you stop walking and then you can do it. You can pretty much after about, and you just keep joking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And after about four or five months, you're, you can do a double long run, double sun Saturday, you know, of like 30 K and then you can do a 30 K on a Sunday and you <laughs> kind of becomes normal. So, well, I will certainly be, if when, when that time comes, I'll be blasting through even more uh, yeah. books on audible. That's for sure. Yeah. Awesome, man. So George, uh, you know, obviously you're, you know, in terms of what you do in the world, it's, it's not really uh, relevant for people trying to search you up and, and connect with you, but the, you know, where is, do you share your story ongoing? I know you're on a lot of podcasts. Is that, is that what people should do? Should they want to hear more from you? Should they just look out for you on podcasts? Or? Yeah. So I've got, um, so I'm, I mean, if you, it's, uh, I think I've been on like 25 podcasts in the last couple of months. I'll be on. We didn't 80. even get to that. You've got a target of 200 or something. Yeah, yeah it, it's exactly. It's like, I think I'll be on 80 or something like that, but it will be, it will be 200. Right. So yeah. it's, uh, um, and I, I'll, I'll tell the story if you don't mind. Yeah, I'll go for it. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. negative podcast I was supposed to be on today that I, we turned down uh, <laughs> for your audience. So you're on, there was an email that we had gotten, we had received today. We, I was supposed to be on a podcast uh, before Johnny's pop, you know, before Johnny's show. And uh, there, the, the, the host uh, said, hey, George, we might have a problem. He had sent this email to my team. We have a problem because a lot of my podcast is like they're, they're kind of, you know, they're not really doing well and they're not really happy souls and, and they're, they're, they're coming out of a depression. And George might be a little too up, upbeat for our, <laughs> for our audience. He might be a little too positive, you know, <laughs> for, for, for the story, we, you know, for our, the people that we work with and our listeners. And, uh, I, you know, I, I, we kind of, I just told my team, I'll listen, you know, like that's, yeah. I mean, I'm like, like send send them our, send them our condolences, you know, and, uh, a a book on positivity. (laughs) Yeah. So that was a, that was a, that was an odd, like I've been on a lot of, by the way, this is, this is one of the most, most enjoyable ones I've been on. Like it's, thank you. We've been on two hours now. It feels like it's five minutes. Uh, and, and, uh, but that was an interesting, like, so I think you have to know who you, who you fit with and fit in well with and who you don't fit in well with. And yeah. like, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm not one of these guys that's like, Oh, life is terrible. Oh, it's the, the government is, 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 you know, it's not like that. I see. Uh, so that was the podcast I was supposed to be on today that we kind of said. So you've okay. swerved a bullet, you swerved a bullet <laughs> and you're on team super dad with me. That's absolutely yeah, awesome, man. Awesome. George, well, you are certainly a Team Super Dad member. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to have been talking to you. I have no doubt that we will talk again in the future. And um, until then, it's, the weekend's coming. I hope you have a lovely weekend yeah. with your kids in uh, in New York. And uh, and all the best to you, sir. Johnny, thank you, man. I'll give you a big hug from New York, man. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, cheers. Right, man. Thanks. Thanks very much. Wow, wow, wow. Loved that. Probably my my... Probably the best interview I've done. Probably the most enjoyable interview I've done. No discredit to the others. But it was just like like, like old mates, basically. And so fascinating. So I just love his 
get up and go um he's living just outside new york as you heard um an eight-figure business a seven-figure business ultra marathon runner epic epic so my question to you guys is where can you step up what is it about your life what have you got going on where would you where do you want to go 10 percent bigger 10 percent more it's for me the big challenge next coming up down the corner is is dating we're going to get back into that realm somehow 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 <laughs> probably by asking someone out probably that's how we're going to get back into that but also kicking off team super dad and really making this uh the world by force that i plan it to be so look out for the just one goal challenge coming up and the f5 mastermind which is launching in july my goal is to get 20 dads onto that first the first running of that program the you know i guess it's a pilot but the exciting thing about the pilot is that we get to shape it and morph it based on on how it's going and what people want out of it i've already got a whole bunch of awesome coaches lined up along with my skills and experiences it's going to be epic so come on over to teamsuperdad.com and pre-register for that join the group so you get to see all the updates and thanks for staying this long thank you so much the end bit is the best bit whether you're in the car on a run or uh, i don't know where else could you be cooking food maybe i know that i listen to podcasts all over the place so thank you for joining me i'll see you on the next podcast Team Superdad out. This has been Team Superdad. Find us at teamsuperdad.com.